Yes. If if the I is the I mind, yeah, means not understanding this, mm. and that's what it comes down to. Yes. Because if if you would understand, there wouldn't be this grasping onto an I. Exactly. Yes. So uh, if it means not understanding it, what is it that can understand it? <laughs> We always start from that point. We, yeah. we understand this, mm -hmm. and then immediately the attention, the will arises. Mm. We have to do something about it in order to understand it. Mm. So the eye gets active. Yes. But the eye is equal with not understanding it. Yeah, yeah. So as long as it gets active, you cannot understand yeah. it. The, 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 Buddha, understands it. the Buddha has asked this question in Diga, Nikaya somewhere. The, the extraordinary and the beautiful thing is of this that the eye, the self arises and says, I don't know, I don't understand, I want to understand, you know, I want, you know, a desire to understand, I've got the intention to understand, uh, etc. And even though that's part of the ignorance, ignoring, not seeing, not really, even though it's part of it, yet in spite of this movement, in the inner life and the intention to try to understand because I don't understand, in spite of that, the realization of emptiness can still come through. Even the empty, seeing the emptiness of trying to understand. It doesn't itself, that is, I don't understand, is not something of itself. It is also just as empty as what we wish to understand. It's a, we live in such fictions. Yes, go on. But, but why the detour? Uh, the detour? Yes, if it's so simple uh, to look through, yes. does human nature uh, create such difficulty uh, with giving it significance, uh, giving it a meaning, yes. which uh, one could look through right from... Why does human nature give us this detail not, not to, be, to look through it right away? To be rather strict for a moment. Yes. There's no such thing as human nature. <laughs> it's part of the fiction. This is a, another construct. To be very strict. From standpoint of emptiness. <laughs> Yes. This means everything is totally open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, like like the cosmos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Ab absolutely everything. And all what is structured, this means yeah. what yeah. is con yeah. what is mental yeah. construction yeah. is just an Vorstellung. Mm -hmm. An illusion and uh, yeah, we call it, we, Buddhists are more polite and call it conventional. <laughs> See, so the illusion, the three examples of the illusion you know, are um, the cow flying through the air, horns on a rabbit's head, and son of a virgin. A little dig at Christianity, I suspect, here somewhere. But you understand, that, that's called an illusion. Yeah? So, but so that's an illusion. Then there is the convention. And the convention says, this is different from this, you know, past, present, and future, the thought, all the constructions. 
But as you just pointed out, the true nature of things is completely open. And it's so open, it's utterly indestructible. It can't be destroyed. Nothing can destroy its openness. And somehow we've got ourselves into little cages. Yeah. The question is why we we need this. Need what? <laughs> we need this construction. We need this structure. Has it something to do with fear? Because if we are not in fear, mm. then we could we could be able more just be open. You're gonna have to go back to the ultimate again. <laughs> <laughs> the moment my mind moves and selects, it gives it substance. So if my mind moves and says, oh God, if I didn't have fear, then I could be completely open. I'd realize it. So that very moment is given something, some authority, some empowerment in the vast field of the openness called fear, as if it in some way or other, had some power to stop something. When I say, oh, the problem is fear, you know, whatever, the problem is desire, the problem is projection, the problem is my past, whatever. The moment I, as a poor human being, give it authority and say, this is real enough to stop this openness, in the very moment of giving it authority, I've made something of it. This openness is so damned open, it allows for everything. The very confirmation of openness is fear. There is not a shade of difference between samsara and nirvana. The very confirmation of openness, or Emptiness is fear. Ultimately, it's the confirmation of it. It's so open, it allows all this. It's that open, and that's the oh, beauty of it. Nirvana and samsara, there's not a shade of difference between the two. Or, as Meister Eckhart said beautifully, the church had diarrhea over it. He said, God is revealed equally in hell as in heaven. Beautiful. Liberation is non-exclusion. Liberation is liberation. Why don't we see clearly from, from the beginning? Hmm. Can it be helpful, that's not from us, but yeah. point of view, to, to use some evolutionary point of view, saying for a species of human uh, beings, uh, to continue probably at uh, a certain stage didn't, was not needed to, to see through it. In evolution, those yes. animals, uh, mm. etc., they survive who go to Arvinsat, who fit up for everything. So apparently for the human species, mm -hmm. it, it was not needed to see through emptiness. Mm. So far to survive, there are millions of us now. Mm. So, uh, so, so, so maybe now we are in the face of uh, sort of higher evolution to, 
which allows us starting with the Buddha mm-hmm. um, to also see through that but it's not important to survive and therefore not each of us finds it so easy mm-hmm. I want to add something to this because yeah, please. there's a big question that comes up in my mind mm. what's the middle way between the ultimate and the conventional because it's quite it's very convincing what is what you say But it's, can, can it not? <laughs> <laughs> it's also possible to turn this level of understanding and reality into yeah. a sort of absolute, and then everybody yeah. wants it, and how we yeah. get it, and we are away from it, and why we are away from it, and ah, I don't have this, it. I agree. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't use the language of middle way between the, as it were, between the two, because there is no two here. But as the Buddhists use this word bhavana, so there is an acknowledgement very clear in this discourse that it's so hard to grasp appreciate, recognize, realize or whatever therefore he says meditate on this reflect on this so therefore it's saying okay we'll go on the relative which is called bhavana develop your understanding of this explore this, you know, reflect on it, meditate on it till it starts to come through clearly. So he's not saying, oh, just listen, realize it immediately, which does happen, and some people do, and they, and they still do today. And he's not saying, well, if you don't realize, and there's, one has to be careful, as you point out, that one doesn't start to elevate it, as I said at the very beginning, into a special status. Because that gives it thingness. It makes it a metaphysic. It gets away from the physical, from the immediacy of, uh, uh, of life. And therefore it gains a supernatural status, which it doesn't have and can't have. This is the problem with religion, does that? So, there is an encouragement to say I don't see now, I don't realize now, it's not clear to me, I still feel I'm too much disturbed by things, I'm not seeing the emptiness of it, called in the moment or whatever. Therefore, let me reflect on this. Therefore, let me de- develop an understanding of emptiness. And I think it's an incredibly wise and skillful approach. So it's not a, a complete dismissal of the relative. But if one realizes the emptiness, there is no movement in time. There's no such thing as evolution, human nature, or whatever. In the true reality of things, this is also an interpretation which human beings have come to. It's not a self-evident truth. 